Welcome to Raw Relationships, the podcast that keeps relationships real and wonderful. I'm Melissa, and I'm your host. Good evening. Tonight I will be interviewing Irene Weinberg. Irene is the author of the five-star-reviewed book, They Serve Bagels in Heaven, a compelling spiritual love story. If you've always wondered about the afterlife or have lost someone uh, close to you, this memoir offers comfort and healing and an insider's look into what goes beyond our lives on Earth. So a bit about um, Irene. Irene is an influential and thought-provoking writer on the afterlife, soulmates, and our life's purpose on Earth. Her compelling work on the subject has sparked powerful conversations about the human search for happiness and our soul purpose. She is a highly sought-after public speaker whose spirit spirited lecture, lectures have inspired and motivated audience at conferences and spiritual get-togethers, as well as bookstores nationwide, and also on my podcast. I am so, 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 so excited to speak with Irene. Um, as as I've mentioned before in some of my previous uh, podcasts, I am a spiritual medium, so I, I get this other side of, of where we are now. So it's really fun to talk to somebody that does the same. So without any further ado, let's welcome Irene. Melissa, I'm great. That's good. That's good. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. So I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to be here. Awesome. So please tell us about yourself and tell us, I already did your intro um, and told them about your your book. They serve bagels in heaven, and I would just love for you to um, give me the story on that book. I would love to do that. And hi, everyone who is listening in. It's a pleasure to uh, meet you. Uh, I am a. I was at one time a very very traditional, married happily married woman uh, who. Um, did not believe in spirituality at all. I was married to the love of my life, and we had been married about 18 years. And one day, and we used to laugh about, did people really believe in this stuff that, you know, the deceased go to the other side and blah, blah, blah. And one day we were, I was watching, my husband was watching a Jets game on TV, as you can tell from my accent, I'm from New Jersey. And, um, I was uh, I was washing some dishes in the kitchen sink when a very strong thought suddenly came into my mind and it said Saul has to go many lessons will be learned from his death and I stopped what I was doing wow. and I was like oh my god what the hell am I thinking what is this <laughs> and I thought it was bizarre and I went to my husband, I kissed the top of his head, I gave him a glass of water, and I immediately put it out of my mind. I said, this was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I never said a word about it to anyone. Two months later, we were on the New York State Thruway coming home from a weekend skiing. And we had been driving about mm-hmm. an hour and a half, and I felt the car go into a huge swerve. And I looked over at my husband, and he was sound asleep at the wheel. 
I, oh. I called out to him. He woke up. He saw what was happening, and he went to pull the car out of the swerve. And as he did, we started to flip up into the air for the first of four flips, like I was in a gigantic roller coaster. I was conscious oh, wow. through everything. And as we began to take off, I got a second strong message, and it said, he's not going to make it. You are. We flipped wow. hard four times. Each time we hit really hard on the ground and took back up into the air. And when we landed, we were upside down in a ravine. The wheels were spinning. I looked over at my husband. I was conscious through everything. And I looked over at him and I said, mm -hmm. Solly, are you okay? And his entire personality had left his body. And I knew I was, I was next. He was gone. I, I knew it. Wow. I felt the car, I caught, yeah. felt the, Melissa, I felt the car being turned over and the strong mm -hmm. hands of an EMT reached through my shattered window, undid my seatbelt, turned me around and started pulling me through the window of my car. And as I slid mm -hmm. through the window, an unemotional, authoritative male voice, and I tell women, I'd like to tell you it was a female voice, but it was a male voice came into my head, it like boomed into my head. And it said to me, be loving and kind to everyone as they laid me on the side of the road. It wow. was like unbelievable. If you could imagine, I know my husband is yeah. dead. A helicopter is hovering nearby to take me to an emergency trauma center. They're tying a tourniquet mm -hmm. around my leg to stop me from bleeding to death from a torn artery in the bottom of my foot. I have all kinds of other injuries, and I've just been told to be loving and kind to everyone. Yeah, oh right. <laughs> no, so now they load me into the helicopter, and instead of screaming for myself, I'm telling everyone, bless you, you can't for coming out the weekend before Christmas. Thank you so much. You're helping me so much. I appreciate it. I'm asking them their names. I was going for some severe surgery. I had 19 stitches in the bottom of my foot. My collarbone was reversed inside my shoulder. I had lost a ligament in my, ligament in my knee, but I was conscious of everything. And I get to the hospital, mm -hmm. and they operate on me, and there's a whole story that went on with the kids and all of that kind of thing. And then, um, Melissa? We're back. <laughs> We're back. I don't know what that was. Anyway, well, that it was, was spirit. That, that, was, that spirit. was spirit celebrating <laughs> us or something. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, my dry cleaner says, if you want, and I was just out of my wheelchair. I was just trying to drive again. He said, I'm where my wife and I are going to see a person who's going to be a very, a very famous one day. And he communicates with deceased on the other side. I had no idea what this was. Remember, mm -hmm. I didn't believe in this stuff, but. I had had that spiritual awakening and I knew something was up mm -hmm. and I went to his home in another town, left my car there and got into his car and he drove to a hotel in yet another town. I'm telling you this for, mm -hmm. and we walk mm -hmm. into the hotel and this young medium who was John Edward before he was famous says to me, I don't even want to know your name. Just go upstairs, and I'll be with you. And he greets my dry cleaner and his wife. About half mm -hmm. an hour into all the readings, 
all of a sudden, he says, I'm getting a message from a guy on the other side, and he's talking about Dr. Pepper. Does anyone relate to Dr. Pepper? And I, I nudge my dry cleaner. I go, Joel, start writing, because 15 years before he met me, my husband's brother, who had been a big advertising executive on Madison Avenue, had written my husband Saul Weinberg's name into a Dr. Pepper advertising commercial that Dr. Pepper was coming east from California and boats and trains and planes. And let's talk to the man in the street, Saul Weinberg, about what he thinks about Dr. Pepper. And Saul used to laugh so hard. Not John Doe or Joe Smith. You know, he actually put his brother's name in the commercial. Well, how could the John Edward possibly know this and Saul came through for right. five minutes with very specific information including he's telling me you're driving his favorite car with Saul Z on the license plate well how could he know that that car was parked about four towns away in my dry cleaner's driveway and my husband had Saul Z on his license plate because he was a de real estate developer and the kids he sold condos to used to call him Uncle Saul Z so now on, oh, yeah, on and on and on, and I get all this proof of survival. And now I call my sister-in-law, who I used to think was crazy because she was um, spiritual. And I said, oh, my gosh, I have to tell someone. And she says, thank God, because two weeks after he died, I get a message through a spiritual healer that a soul on the other side named Saul was trying to get a hold of me, get through to me. And I said, Saul, why are you why are you trying to reach me? We weren't talking when you died. And he said, yes, because I thought you were crazy, but you're not. And you're the only one who's open. And I have messages to give to Irene and they were all right on the money. So now, wow. I, wow right. So now I start opening mm -hmm. up to this world and my, the, my, the love of my life, my husband is coming through any way he can. He describes his genitals through someone. He describes the outfit he wore the night he died through somebody. He describes, I mean, it was unbelievable, the messages that I was getting. And then I started getting another message, which was that I was supposed to write a book. And this book mm -hmm. helped a lot of people. And I said, what book? I've been a violinist and a buyer for Macy's and I've helped him in his real estate business. I never was an author, but it was him. Mm -hmm. And I, I found a woman who did automatic writing and I would ask questions and he would come through her. And then I found someone who was able to channel past lives and I was able to get that information. And he started to weave an unbelievable story of our love, our love for each other through many centuries and how our, we are soulmates and how are relate and the different lessons that we were meant to learn in each of our lifetimes. And what was even more amazing was I found out that I was a boy in one of those lifetimes. We were Italian Catholics in another lifetime. I mean, all different reiterations as our souls were evolving and growing through those lifetimes. And he even channeled a lifetime we will probably have together in about 300 years. And you can already see the seeds of the conditions on the earth that he describes will be happening. You can already see it now mm -hmm. starting to take place. And I, I, I came out with the book scared out of my mind because I had not been in this world at all. And to my mm -hmm. surprise started getting, 
people really appreciating it, people who had losses, because I'm not like wavy gravy, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a traditional person that this happened to. And I started mm -hmm. meeting with, you know, different groups and all. And the one thing led to another, I made it into an audio book. And then which a lot of people say they like even better than the um, hardcover. And it's got, mm -hmm. it's got about Oh, over 60 positive reviews on Amazon. It's, it's uh, amazing. And I'm very humbled by it. And then it led to... Are you there? I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I know what that was. Where we share, where we share, um, where we, we bring healers on and they talk about how people don't have to live in their swamps of despair and how there are people who can help them and what they do. And we also interview people who have come through trauma and difficult situations in their lives mm -hmm. and um <laughs> hello 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 melissa Hello. We got you back. I don't know. If oh my on. goodness! It's I, it might be my own. We've got a bit of a snowstorm going on, so I shut my Wi-Fi off. So maybe oh. maybe we'll be good now. <laughs> where, are you, where are you? Where are you recording from, Melissa? I'm in Alberta, Canada. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It's oh my goodness! Here. It's, it's cold. cold. We just had we've had nor'easters like crazy here in the New Jersey area. In the you know in the northeast in, in america and we're just i mean i guess it must have traveled up to you <laughs> yeah yeah we're getting it too it's like we've had so much snow this winter compared to other winters it's just crazy yeah we're experiencing um, okay, the same kinda, thing yeah it's kind of i don't know the weather's changing so where were we at i was um, telling you about the podcast that we're interviewing um people alternative yes. healers and that we're also interviewing people who have, and maybe you would love to come on our podcast that we are having. We're also talking about people who have been through a lot in their lives and how they came to, to the other side of that, which is inspiring mm -hmm. for so many people who go through tremendous loss or they have, you know, a lot of problems in their lives and it doesn't have to be yeah. over. You have choices about how you handle things and you can, and who you ask for help and who, and, and how you can, motivate yourself to move through um the trauma and yeah. distress that that you go through well but, that's just it i think you know some people really you know get stuck and i think you know spirituality a bit of a stigma attached to it which is unfortunate but it can be very healing you know um like i know i actually am a, a medium as well 
Um, and when I do a reading for someone, the information, I don't know where it comes from, like a spirit, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but it heals people. It helps them because it's, to me, it's useless information. When they show me a, a pink box, that means nothing to me, but it means the world to someone else that needs to hear that message, you know? Well, I, and that's exactly what that's, happened to me, Melissa. You know, when I got those, uh, original mm -hmm. messages, that was a life save, um, for me to know that he was on the other side and I know he is on mm -hmm. the other side and then I will see yeah. him again. It, yeah. It, and that's just it. Yeah. It yeah. changes it. In fact, even it even helps, it even helps my mother's 93 and because of mm -hmm. what happened to me. And I don't know if you've experienced this in your life because you're so gifted, but it's changed mm -hmm. the conversation I have with my mother from, Mom, you know, I don't want to lose you. I know one day or and her fear about death and all too. You know, Mom, when you cross over, you won't have you're going to be very busy because I'm going to have so many people contacting you and I will absolutely mm -hmm. be seeing you again. And it changes. It takes away the fear. I think it gives you more of a passion for the life that you're living and to make it a quality That's life. Right. To know that that's we're right. here, this is home, this is school, and that's mm -hmm. home. And while we're here yeah. at school, let's learn our lessons and not come back with the same problems with the same people over and over and over again. Let's learn yeah. and heal and resolve our, th our, our issues here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And I know like from... Um, being able to communicate with people that have passed on it, it's beautiful on the other side you know it's free of all the physical crap we deal with here absolutely no that's the perfect <laughs> way to say yeah. it I mean and, and he yeah. describes in the book for people who would like to get my book he describes what it's like on the other side he describes mm -hmm. what heaven does about evil and people who are mean and miserable and what that's all about on the other side. I asked a lot of mm -hmm. questions. What's the deal with soulmates? I asked him, um, you know, about past lives. I asked, so in the weaving of the stories about us, he teaches a lot about what it's all really about. And um, a lot of people say that it's very, very healing for them to read the book mm -hmm. uh, and takes away the fear and it's very conversational and it's funny mm -hmm. it even has some mm -hmm. sexy in it. so there's a little bit and there's you know adventure and there's because we had some interesting past lives there's a lot of there's something there for everyone and yeah. uh, you know and it's true it's my true story and how and how i and how i even talk about how i knew it was him because not only did he give me all these descriptions and, and, and describe things so amazingly from our lives that no one could possibly know. But mm -hmm. when he was channeling uh, to this one woman who started helping me channel the book, he, she was Methodist. And Hello. <laughs> Hi. Oh, whatever it is, we're becoming very good friends here. I'm glad it's working. <laughs> but anyway, I said to him, well, what's the name? And he said, she said to me, it sounds like Yelid Tov. And I was like, oh, my God, Yelid Tov is Hebrew for a good little boy. How could a Methodist person who never heard a word of Hebrew in her life possibly mm -hmm. know that? And then she got our names in that lifetime. So, yeah. it's, you know, it, it, it's a real eye opener. It changed it my whole life. It is. Yeah. And I could see where, you know, 
going through that because I think, you know, the loss would be so great um, that a lot of people just can't push forward. You know what I mean? So to have somebody like, I I always believe that sharing our stories um, is the hugest, the biggest, um, I'm not good at English, obviously, (laughs) the biggest, uh, (laughs) the biggest healing healing power for everyone. You know, even when I share my story, I've shared it a couple times and it's changed people's lives and it's not, you know, just knowing when somebody can see, you know, if you seem so put together and okay in life and you've gone through all these horrible things, they're like, what? <laughs> but look yeah. at how the connection, there you are in Alberta, Canada. Here I am in New Jersey. And we both have such amazing healing stories. If you take, mm-hmm. there, so, there are, if you take those of us and put us all together, there's a lot of hope out there. We're, we're very, we're the positive. And I think what is spirituality like, about? It's, it's really about knowing that we go on, that it's not mm-hmm. over when it's over. It's mm-hmm. about trying, it's about learning not to be so judgmental, giving ourselves mm-hmm. and others a break. One of the things I learned it was not only when I got the message, be loving and kind to everyone, that also meant I learned to be loving and kind to myself exactly you yeah. know and and, First, yeah. right, and to give because yeah. it's like that picture in the plane unless you put the the oxygen mask on yourself you can't help the child you've got you can't help that you can't be a doormat to everyone else in your life you have to take care of yourself also and i found since i learned about all of this that i became a role model for other people because they see my life succeeding and they go mm-hmm. Maybe this is something I of a, a, a new way of looking at things that I can adopt. I mean, we have control over absolutely nothing except our attitudes. That's right. Yeah. You know, when they pulled him me out of that car, I couldn't save him. But yeah. I immediately, aside from getting that verbal message, be loving and kind to everyone. I remember thinking, I will get through this somehow. Because I mm-hmm. need to be a role model for my son, who was, my husband was buried on his 21st birthday. I need to be a role model for him that you can get hit by a grenade in life and somehow come through it. And I didn't know how I was going to do that. But immediately, I was mindsetting that I would figure it out. Yeah, yeah. And I think, do you ever have instances where he reaches out in the physical world, as in, you know, messing with stuff moving stuff well the very funny thing was he was a big football fan and just after he died monday night football would come on at nine o'clock every monday night for the first four or five months after he died i had a tv in my office where i used to work it would magically go on at nine o'clock and go off at nine ten. there was no mm-hmm. timer on it no nothing and then yeah. and then once i was dating about two years later i was dating a guy um who came from london and he said he came into my home and he said, I found the most wonderful cologne. I'd never heard of it before. And I felt drawn to it and I bought it. And of course it was my husband's cologne. And I said, to oh, I, wow. mine, oh, you ball buster, you know, yeah. <laughs> you <had to> <laughs> buy your cologne. But, but that would be absolutely, that was his sense of humor. And that would be mm-hmm. absolutely the way that he would mm-hmm. know that he was around and aware of what was going on. Yeah. And I do find that spirit does come through that way. 
if they're, you know, if they're very aloof and jokingly that they'll come across that way. So they don't lose their personality either when they cross over. <laughs> no, it's still there. <laughs> and, you know, and, uh, and the other thing that I've, I've learned is that uh, if you, people have done terrible things here, they can't mm -hmm. continue with your soul growth until the consequences of everything they did is resolved. Mm -hmm. You come back here to um, finish up or to continue our journey, our evolution. And I say to my, I say to people, and I say to myself, what a much better way to look at life than okay, you live in this life, you suffer. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness i hope you don't have this with the other interviews you have today no I, i've never had this problem at all ever that's why i'm saying it's got to be spirit he's messing with us he's messing <laughs> with us hi soul <laughs> or maybe it's some of your people <laughs> well, maybe it's hard to say but oh my goodness i've never no i've never had a cut off ever on me so it's so it funny could, yeah, it could be the weather, but it could be, I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe, it's a, maybe it's a combination. <laughs> yeah, somebody wants me to learn my editing skills really well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's the other thing, you know. We're all human and we're all constantly learning. This is a perfect example. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But, yeah. Well, that is so awesome. So where can where can our listeners um, find your book? Okay, I would love them to find my book and I would love them to let me know after they've read it. I would love to get their feedback. They can get it through Amazon. It's called okay. They Serve Bagels in Heaven. And they will get that. And why it's called They Serve Bagels in Heaven, they will find out all about that on page eight. How's that? So Perfect. Uh, they, they start bagels in heaven um, is in on Amazon. You can get it online through Barnes and Noble. Uh, the audio book uh, can get, be gotten also through Amazon or audible.com. And okay. they can also get onto my website, which is Irene Weinberg, W E I N B E R G. That's being like a boy, E R G.com. And that will get them to the Grief and Rebirth podcast, where we have some really wonderful interviews also. And they will awesome. see all kinds of information about the book and about other things that we're doing. And I would just love to hear from everyone after they've read my story. Perfect. And uh, I promise it's fun and it's mm -hmm. easy and they will be inspired. Awesome. Well, I thank you very, very much for taking schedule Irene uh, it's been great chatting with you and I would definitely love to chat a little bit more on a side note away from this so <laughs> about uh, contacting let's talk through Stephanie and uh, through you know through our lines of communication and let and like I like to say to be continued exactly to be continued sounds good okay. <laughs> and and have a wonderful is it daytime nighttime what time is it there with you Nighttime. We're yeah, eight o'clock oh, tonight. Yeah. Well, have a wonderful rest of your evening. It's a bit of you too. Thank you. Thank you. you. Too. Bye bye. Well, that was Irene. What a incredible, 
inspiring story she has to share with everyone. I do definitely uh, promote you if you are dealing with any sort of grief or loss or any uh, traumatic experience as well to take and go to Amazon and check out her book. Uh, They serve bagels in heaven. And page eight, she said, um, you will find out why the book is named They Serve Bagels in Heaven. So thank you very much for joining me on my podcast. And I hope you all have a great evening. Peace out. Thank you.